We started uh, talking a little bit uh, last week about the role of faith and politics. And, uh, you know, it, so many times those, those lines can get blurred and people can get so emotional and blown out of the water over, over those kinds of things. But, but surely the Lord wants us to have uh, these conversations. And surely there is a place that we can get to uh, in all of these things where uh, we can be civil and helpful and genuine brothers and sisters to each other um, in these arenas. And so last week, uh, basically uh, on the podcast, I just talked about how really, uh, you know, the Bible doesn't speak specifically to uh, voting um, but it does talk about good citizenship, and it does talk about doing our part uh, in the community. And so I encouraged every single uh, person who listened to that, that regardless of uh, whether you vote red or you vote blue or liberal or conservative or some other uh, flavor, uh, that really you, you ought to take time to get registered to vote. And you ought to take time, if you're a Christian, to seek out what the Scripture has to say uh, about the topics that are important to you. See what the Scripture says and see what the Holy Spirit uh, might have to say to you. And so uh, today I wanted to tell you about a conversation that I had and maybe give you a couple of quick points and then next week I'll follow up with uh, uh, with maybe the the flip side of of this conversation so obviously I'm a part of uh, uh, several groups around our community and uh, some of them look like me and think like me and agree with me about most everything, and some uh, not so much. And both of those, those groups are, are people that I love and respect and honor very much. Um, and and uh, there was a conversation um, that I was a part of that somebody made a statement somewhere, um, something along these lines. I don't know how Democrats, uh, how, excuse me, how Christians can vote for the Democrat platform. And on top of that, I don't know how anybody who could vote like that could even call themselves a Christian. And so, uh, you know, I sat and, and participated, kind of took in that that whole conversation. And then I went and had a conversation of my own with, uh, with another uh, person who, who has a little different take on things and, and, and said, look, you know, hey, I've been a part of this, this conversation and, you know, there's, there's people out there who think that because you vote Democrat, there's no way you can be a Christian. And this guy says to me, well, to, to be honest with you, Michael, um, I don't know how somebody who can vote for a person like Donald Trump 
can be a Christian. And what I quickly found out was that both sides of, of that, that political coin, the issues that are really big issues for uh, conservatives aren't necessarily the big issues on the liberal progressive side. And so what I thought I might do is, um, is just examine uh, beliefs and, and look at uh, scripturally where, where we stand on these things and, and maybe get a, a heart of understanding for, for other people as well. Here's, here's, I think, what I want to convey most. That is, regardless of what uh, side you take a stand on, on any of the issues, listen, there's a way to treat people, right? Even if you don't agree with them, there's a way to honor them and respect them. And that ought to be going on. Jesus said, this is how the world is going to know that you're my disciples, by your love for one another. And if we aren't known for that, what are the things that we're known for? Well, right now we're known for tearing each other apart over, over issues. And so let me just, uh, let me take the, 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 the pro-conservative uh, position right now and kind of give you the top three talking points that we hear from mostly from uh, the conservative movement. Number, number one is this. Most conservatives will say, I will vote for the most pro-life candidate. I will vote for the most pro-life candidate. And we hear scripture. Um, scripture speaks to this. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19 says this. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, and a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. Now, uh, <laughs> if, we, if we apply this standard to our politicians, not one of them can stand not one, because they all lie. They all uh, run and tattle uh, here and there. They all uh, take advantage of one another. Uh, their hearts devise wickedness. Um, but but this, the, the, the thing that the you know people in the pro-life movement, such as myself, would point out, that scripture says that God hates hands that shed innocent blood, and surely... There is no more innocent blood than that of the unborn. And so we take a very strong stance on, on being pro-life and, and opposing abortion and opposing the taking of life. The second uh, uh, big issue on the conservative uh, movement, at least in my circles, uh, they would say this, I will vote for the most pro-traditional family values candidate. 
the most pro-traditional family values candidate. We will vote for the person who most closely takes the stance that we believe that biblical marriage is between one man and one woman, traditional marriage. And uh, Genesis chapter 2 and verse 24 is kind of where we, that's where we look to. It says this, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. It talks about a man and a woman. And uh, biologically, like, it works, you know. Uh, <laughs> the plumbing is made to, to go that direction. And so, um, you know, we would take that, that pro-traditional family values stance, and that would be one of the big three uh, for the conservative movement. The third one, uh, and, and maybe this is uh, uh, debatable, I'm, I'm sure it is, but I think many, most conservatives would say that I will vote for the most pro-Israel candidate the most pro-Israel candidate. And Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3 says this, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I'll show you, and I'll make of you a great nation, and I'll bless you, and I'll make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. And I will bless those that bless you, and I will curse those that curse you. And in all the families of the earth, the ones whom I bless will be blessed indeed. We know that the Bible um, clearly says of the nation of Israel that they are the apple of God's eye. And those who bless Israel uh, receive the blessing of the Lord right back. And so perhaps uh, perhaps you lean more to the to the liberal or uh, progressive uh, side of things and you're wondering well why don't why aren't we speaking the same language here why aren't the, the things that are important to us the things that are important to you and really I think that's the bottom line and I think it's the it's the place where 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 lines are drawn and where walls uh, are put up because we we tend to talk right past one another and truthfully uh, we ought to be able to sit down at the the table of brotherhood and discuss these things uh, without great emotion and without great passion emotional passion that is and uh, and and see look to the scripture and get an answer there and so next week, I'll, uh, I'll talk about uh, at least what I have um, tried to come to learn uh, as maybe the top two or three uh, big, big deals on the, on the left side of things. And maybe we can gain uh, a better heart of understanding and, um, and come to love uh, one another again. Listen, I tell you, uh, it, it burdens uh, my heart uh, to see Christians uh, at, each, at one another's throat. These things ought not be. Uh, God has delivered us from these things and we should not go back to them. And so my prayer for you, you know, we're, uh, what, just a couple months out from, from election time. 
listen, I, I will say it again. Register to vote and then look to the scripture and seek the Holy Spirit about how you ought to vote. I, I don't care who's, who's, you know, on the top of the ticket. I don't, it, those things don't matter to me. Which, <clears throat> excuse me, which platform, which group of people most closely align with what I believe the scripture says and what I believe the Holy Spirit is, is doing in my heart and in my life. And so uh, that, that's my encouragement to you and just a, just a short time together. I really appreciate you uh, joining me and I pray the blessing of the Lord over your life. And we'll be back on here um, next week and look forward to seeing you then. All right, God bless you. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening today. I know that there are a multitude of podcasts to choose from, so I really appreciate you spending some time listening to the Now Forming Podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, would you do me a favor and share it with those that you think might benefit from it? God bless you. Thanks again.